by Passion Church, the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. And we have something special today. I always look forward to this time every year. We have the Teen Challenge ladies are going to minister to us today. Yeah, give them a round of applause. They've come a long way to be here with us this morning. And, you know, every time you guys minister, it just touches my heart to see what God will do. You know, he'll do what you allow him to do in your life. To the point that you surrender is when he'll begin to take over and he will just turn your situations around. Some of you think that you're all the way surrendered now, but I'm telling you, deep is calling to deeper. Deep is calling us to go to deeper. And the deeper you surrender, the more beautiful your life will flower. He won't break that bruised reed. He'll help you stand. And so right now I'm going to turn it over to Miss Sarah. Y'all give her a round of applause. Hello, Passion Church. As he said, my name is Sarah. And I am one of the choir directors here at Adult and Teen Challenge of the Greater South's Brandon Center. Who in here, in one way or another, has ever been affected by addiction? Thank you. And who in here has ever heard of Teen Challenge? Awesome. Okay. Teen Challenge was started in 1958 by the late David Wilkerson. He was a pastor whose heart grieved for those lost in addiction. The whole Teen Challenge story can be found in his book, The Cross and the Switchblade, which later turned into a movie. Through this journey, Pastor Wilkerson came face to face with the cold, harsh realities of addiction. And the truth is, these realities haven't gotten any better. In fact, in today's society, they've only gotten worse. Reality is, the average age for the first time marijuana use is only 14 years old. Reality is, one in five inmates in the United States are incarcerated for drugs. Reality is 2.5 million Americans die annually from a drug or alcohol overdose. And reality is the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Do you want to know what reality is? Reality is throwing your life out the window because you chose to live a lifestyle full of sin, crime, and gang affiliation, and you end up missing your high school graduation because you're sitting in county jail. And reality is, going to prison for four years, being only 18 years old, conforming to a world in there where the enemy has, has you so convinced that you belong there and you deserve to be there. And reality is, losing all hope and desire to live because you feel like you're just an embarrassment to your family and you just can't live with the guilt. And it's so bad that you, when you cry out to the Lord, you're not asking him for help, but you're asking him to take your life. How do I know that's reality? Because that was me. Reality is playing praying every day to die because you are no longer in control of anything in your life. Reality is feeling unworthy to be the mother to your son. Reality is being so physically and mentally abused that you isolate yourself from anyone that may want to love you, unable to accept love. How do I know those reality? Because that was me. You want to know what reality is? Reality is being three years old and being abused as a child. And when you do finally do tell, 
Nobody believes you and they call you a liar. And then they send you off to all these other mental institutions. You know what reality is? Reality is coming back to the same house, same situation, and having to act like nothing ever happened and that you love everybody. Reality is you turn them in, drunks. You start being on the street, hanging out with the wrong people just to deal with what's going on. You ended up in and out of jail and landed yourself twice in prison. How do I know that's reality? That's me. You see, even though we all have different realities, we all have been changed by the same truth. And 2 Corinthians 5.17 states that if any man is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. And truth is, I don't even know who that girl is anymore. Truth is, even though I didn't get to walk across the stage I wanted to, God has given me a bigger and better one to walk across on. Because in Joshua, it tells me wherever the soles of my feet touch, I will be victorious. And truth is, even though I was in a very dark place, with no understanding of how and why my life had came to this, the Lord tells me that anything that I've done in the past, I'm not defined by it, but I'm refined. And truth is, I don't even feel like that anymore. I feel more alive than I have been in my whole entire life because I'm not living for the world. I'm living for God, so it only matters what he thinks, not them. The truth is, the Lord will use me just the way I am because Psalms 139.14 states that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. The truth is that the Lord has an amazing future planned for my son and I. He will give me my heart's desires because all things are possible through Christ who strengthens me. The truth is the love lords me unconditionally. He forgives us even when we don't deserve it. I know this to be true because John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, for whosoever believes shall not perish but have everlasting life. truth is, even though I was abused as a child, my Heavenly Father has always been there holding my hand this whole time. And he told me, just like in Deuteronomy 31, 6, he would never leave me or forsake me. Truth is, even though I was an addiction, I was an addict, I am an overcomer with God in my life now. Lord, <laughs> truth is, even though all this has happened to me, my Heavenly Father has taught me how to love, forgive, and to just be around other people and not hate. He has done this all because he gave his son for me and died on the cross. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. God is spirit, and those who worship him will worship him in spirit and in truth. And I tell you the truth, if you're not born again, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, you shall know the truth. In the truth, I'll set you free. The book then tells how God divinely led him to start Teen Challenge. Adult and Teen Challenge of the Greater South is part of the worldwide Teen Challenge family with over 200 centers in the United States and 1,200 worldwide. Our centers were founded in 2008 by Pastor Jared and Mrs. Kim Flanagan. We take in men and women, 18 and older, who struggle with any life-controlling problems such as addiction, abuse, eating disorders, or depression. We are excited to announce the opening of our new adult men's center alongside a short-term program for both men and women. We believe that addiction is just the byproduct of a life without Jesus and a symptom of the much bigger problem, which is sin. The Lord wants us to come to him so he can transform us into who he designed us to be. 
And as we share in song and testimony, the voices you hear today are the voices of true victory. At this time, the students are going to introduce themselves and share with you a scripture that speaks to them. And I'll start. As I said, my name is Sarah. I am 42 years old. I have been in the program for nine months, and the scripture that speaks to me is Romans 8:28. For we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. Hi, my name is Julie. I've been in the program for two months now. Um, and the scripture that speaks to me is John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whos <laughs> I'm sorry, that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have eternal life. Hi, I'm Janet. I've been in the program a month and three weeks. The scripture that speaks to me is Psalms 46:18. Be still and know. I am God. Hi, my name's Rebecca. I'm from Cleveland, Tennessee. I'm 38 years old, been in the program for five months. The scripture that speaks to me is Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Hi, church. My name is Misty. I'm 39. I've been in the program 10 months. And the scripture that speaks to me is 1 Corinthians 10, 13. The temptations you are going through is no different than what others have gone through. God is faithful he will not allow temptation more than you can stand, and when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so you can endure. Hello, my name is Alexis. Um, I've been in the program for 11 and a half months now, and I'm from Altus, Oklahoma. Um, oh, and the scripture that speaks to me is Job 42.5, for my ears have heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Hey, church. Um, this is new um, to remain. Um, about my testimony. Oh, um, I'm going to go back um, from the beginning. Um, I was doing drugs and alcohol, but drugs wasn't really, wasn't it. There was the alcohol that had me. So, um, so there was one Sunday night, I was at home praying. I said, Lord, I need a change. And, uh, and, uh, he told me, he said, get up and get ready and go to church. So I did. I did just that. When I got, got to church and everything, and I was so broken, uh, confused, and um, and uh, that's when I went to the pastor. Um, they were singing and everything. That I didn't want to hear no singing. All that just, that's the only thing I was wanting was some help. 
And so I went to the pastor and and um and one thing I pulled him to the side as the pastor. I said, I need some help. I said, I am tired of sinning. I said, can you help me? He said, yes. I know, no, uh, no, a place. There's a, and he said, it's a 13 months re, <clears throat> excuse me, recovery program. I said, I'll take it. I said, because I am so tired of sinning. There was March, there was March the 11th. I came through Teen Challenge Dose. And, uh, and so one thing, when I got here, I was broken. I was all over the place. So one day, I got down on my knees, and uh, and I gave everything to God that day. And then that's when my life started changing. From there, and and that's the reason why I thank Him. To what this day for a big change in my life. Um, so um, so that I could help others because I know how how it feels to be broken and doesn't have anything in um that's the reason why I'm standing up here right now. I thank him. I love him so much. He to change my life for the good. So um that um that uh that I want to tell Passion Church next Tuesday. I will be graduating. I'm going home. Um, so one thing, I just love y'all. Like I said, I'm going home to my family. And um, so Pastor and First Lady, I just love all of y'all very much. Thank you. And now we're going to sing our first song.
Studies have shown an 86% success rate among Teen Challenge graduates. Our pastor believes that the winning combination is number one, the Jesus factor, and number two, the length of our 13-month program is the reason why Teen Challenge is so successful. Usually, our students start their day early, and it is early, with prayer time, reading of the Word of God, daily devotionals, and praise and worship. Some students that come into the program have never even opened the Bible before. This not only teaches them to dig into God's Word, but how to apply it to their lives. We also firmly believe in the power of prayer. We know that you can't have a relationship with Jesus if you don't communicate with him. We have several different jobs that the students can be assigned to. We have the office where they learn business and communication skills, laundry and kitchen crew that learn to be responsible stewards of what the Lord has given them, and thrift stores and a wood shop where they learn teamwork and management skills. We also have the classroom where the students study the word and accomplish 14 different group studies that equip them now and for the future. They will also memorize over 250 scriptures by the time they graduate the program. Once they graduate, they have the opportunity to intern for Teen Challenge, and after completing proper training, they may transition into full-time ministry. And at this time, Ms. Alexis is going to share her story. Well, I guess that would be me. Um, <laughs> my name's Alexis. Um, I'm from Oklahoma. Uh, and I'm just going to tell a little bit about the old me and then the new creation that Christ has created me to be today. Um, well, let's see. My problem was, you know, I started out young in junior high. Uh, I began with the people that I hung out with. Um, it's either one or the other. Um, the choices that I was making wasn't very good ones, and I was turning from the good and going to the bad. And as we all know, it's when you're around the age of 14, 15, that's whenever you start to find out who you want to be around and pretty much who you are a little bit. Um, people are very influential, and uh, peer pressure is a thing, and it's real. Um, it was in high school. Uh, sorry, forgive me. Um where I just found myself straying away from sports like I've always been playing. I've been playing softball and basketball since I was five years old. And I started here and there skipping practices and, and started hanging out with these people, you know. And, um, well, it led up to me um, getting involved in some things that wasn't very nice. And so what happens is just because you don't rob the bank, but if you're the one who drives the car, you're going to be just as guilty. And... Um, that's what happened to me. I went to jail for the very first time. I just turned 18 years old. Um, didn't even graduate yet because I was waiting to. I finished my senior year early, like eight months early, and so I had all this extra time, and that's what I was doing. And um, so I graduated high school in jail, and uh, that really hit me hard, really. Uh, I was really embarrassed. I was mad. I was really, I had so much anger that I didn't know what to do with it. Um, I blamed everybody. For the choices that I made because I felt like um, it wasn't my fault but it was unfortunately <laughs> um, um, it just got worse in about 
two months later, I went to prison for the very first time and stayed for four years. And it just got worse there. I still had the same problems, what was inside. And it, I just conformed to a world that was not me. And the enemy had me so convinced that, you know, everything that I've done, you know, I belong there and that's where I need to be. And so I deserved what I had coming to me. And um, I just became a person that I didn't even know. I didn't even know who I was anymore. I lost my identity at a young age. And um, when I had gotten out, um, oh, I'm sorry. In there is when I actually tried drugs for the very first time ever with the icing on the cake. And so when I had gotten out, <laughs> it was like, you know, there was no, I felt like there was no point in life anymore. I mean, I'm a felon. Um, you know, I didn't want, I, didn't, I couldn't get a job that I really wanted, that, that I was, I felt like I was overqualified for all the other jobs. <laughs> because I knew I, I had more potential than what I gave myself. I knew that, you know, that, that, that was not me. And I wasn't raised to be like that. But, you know, things happen in life. And, you know, there's choices that you got to make every single day. And those choices do have consequences, believe it or not. And, um, you know, I should have. I say I should have just listened, but you know everything happens for a reason, and uh, that reason is beyond me and my knowledge. You know God has His will for me, and whether it's the hard way or the easy way, you know we're still going to learn. And um, so uh, I just didn't want to live anymore. Um, and I asked one day. I just remember asking God. I was like, "Can you just take my life away?" Um, I was isolated and I didn't want to be around anybody. Misery loves company and so that's what I did. Anybody who came around me, I was mean to. I pushed them away, my family. Um, <laughs> I just had so much, so much in here. I was so broken, so so angry at the world, so angry at God. I remember saying a lot of things. And um, well, I went to jail again three days later after praying to him. And this time they court ordered me to teen challenge and I don't understand why until this day. Well, well, never mind. I do understand. It was God, trust me. Because um, I should have went to prison again for what I, you know. Uh, but anyway, and so I walked in the doors of Teen Challenge uh, July 3rd, 2019. And it's so ironic how, you know, so close to Independence Day. <laughs> I felt like that was my independence right then and right there. And I knew that as soon as I hit these doors that it was going to be something different. It was going to be change, and change is really, really hard. <laughs> God, it was the hardest. I, I know it was going to be the hardest thing I'm ever going to do in my whole entire life. And I was so mad when I came in here. I was so mad. My mom, she was so all for it because she's a Christian, and this is her thing, and Jesus. She tried to get me to go to church all the time, and I did just to pacify her, you know what I mean? But I never knew what it was to really, you know, know the Lord. I never knew what it was to worship him whenever um, songs played. I just sat there like, you know, I'm just here. And um, being here in Teen Challenge actually, you know, gave me the opportunity to know the Lord, to establish a relationship with him because of all of our work studies that we have to go through. And and it was just there. And, and I remember sitting in prayer time because um, we pray before we eat and everything. I was like, oh, my God, it's too early for this. It is 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm not sitting here before I eat. <laughs> but during that time is whenever I found the healing that I needed. It, it gave me the, the freedom and the peace that I've always longed for and always looked for. And I 
always looked at the wrong things and God was just always there. And um, he's just so good to know that he can take somebody like me who just thought that there was no reason to live anymore, no reason to do anything with life at a young age. Um, <laughs> and to take me to transform me and to renew my heart and just to look in a different lens, to remove the scales from my eyes. Thank you, God, that I can just see him everywhere in every circumstance. I know when it's him, I feel him. I've never felt anything like that before in my life. I couldn't tell you what feeling the Holy Spirit was if you asked me <laughs> 11 months ago. I'd been like, I don't know what. And it feels so good to know that, you know, standing up here, I can honestly say that I'm, I'm freed from all that. My chains are gone. I'm set free. And um, I know that God has a purpose for my life. And whether it is, it, even if it meant for me going through all those things and all those feelings that I felt, and, you know, that's just, just a little part of it. You know, God has got something so big and so great for me just to help somebody. You know, because we don't have to, we don't have to go through life feeling like the way that I did. At a, you know, um, a lot of kids struggle with that. You know, they want to fit in. They want to do what is cool and stuff like that. And, you know, it's, it's not worth it because I promise you it's not. And I just thank God every single day for his grace and his mercy because it's new every single every single morning, like it says in his word. And um, I just thank you all so much for letting us come out and you know, share. It's, it means something to us. It, this, we actually find healing in this. I do, anyways, um, just just speaking the good news, speaking the word, and um, with that, uh, that's why I'm, the scripture that speaks to me is Job 42, 5, for my ears have heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you, because, you know, I've always heard what he can do, my mom was telling me, oh, he'll do that if you just do that, and I'm like, well, I don't want to hear that, you don't understand, and he wasn't there when I went through this, and he wasn't, you know, I just justified everything, and um, like he was saying earlier, you just got to surrender. You just got to want it. And he will change your life. He will blow your mind. And he has done that for me time and time and time again. And I just thank, I just thank God. And I just thank y'all for letting me share. Okay. And this time we're going to sing our second song.
I'd like to share with you our Back to Life contribution brochure. This brochure gives you the opportunity to partner with us and become a one-time or a monthly supporter. Just like a missionary needing funds to go out into other countries, we are doing it right here in the United States. We are pulling people out of the darkness to lead them into his glorious light. So if the Lord has laid it on your heart to partner with us to see the chains of addiction broken for generations to come, we have these available at our craft table. Of course, we are a nonprofit organization, so we do not receive any state or government support. We also don't charge a monthly fee, but we do raise support by receiving donations for crosses just like this one. Well, not just like this one, similar. We have a table set up in the back, very similar to one of our fundraisers. Most of our crosses are made by the students in the program and finished by hand. The making of our crosses is very much like what the Lord does in our lives. At first, we come to him needing a lot of work. He takes us, cleans us up, and transforms us into something beautiful. 
So we always encourage you to get a cross or a plaque to remind you of his transforming power that you've witnessed in the lives of these ladies today. However, this cross is not for sale. It is a gift for the church and for you, Pastor, for allowing us to come out and share. And we pray that above all, our God has been rightly glorified here today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Guys, I say this as a brother in Christ. You, you ladies are beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You are jewels of God's grace. He, we, we get off, go in a certain direction, but he never leaves us. He keeps wooing us and keeps calling us and and you've answered the call, and he takes what the devil meant for harm, and he turns it to good. And you guys have all the same gifts and abilities and talents that he gave you from the very beginning. They're still in there. And he still wants to continue to, uh, obviously, he's already using it for his glory. So just continue down the path that you're going, and uh, it's going to be uh, beautiful. It's going to continue to be a beautiful thing. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for being here. I want to speak just a moment. Uh, if there's anybody in here that uh, may find yourself thinking, I just don't really want to go on like I'm going. I've put my trust in this world. Uh, my heart, I don't recognize it anymore. I'm angry. I'm, I have hatred in my heart for certain people. Uh, I'm following the way of the world. I'm doing the same things that the world is leading me to do. And, and you understand that, that it was the enemy that was leading these young ladies astray, that's leading all of us astray. And he's lying to us, and he's making us think that life is about this, but it's really not. And everything that he leads us to just confuses us more deeply. And so I want to speak to anybody in here or anybody that's online today that you are confused about even why you're here on the earth and you're wondering is this all there is is this all there is to life because it just isn't what you were a kid once you had dreams you wanted to do big things and the world has beaten it out of you and I understand it did the same thing to me. I was just one of those really hard-headed ones. It took me till I was 32 before I gave my heart to Jesus. But for maybe for you today, today is your day of independence. Right now, right here, God can change your life forever. It's just a simple decision to turn from following one master to turn and follow the master. To decide to walk with Jesus you say well I'm not sure what are you sure about then what do you have in your life that you're so sure about because the Bible says if you'll call on the name of the Lord and the Bible and under the authority of the word of God right here Romans chapter 10 verse 13 if you will call upon the name of the Lord you will be saved you'll be saved from all that destruction 
You'll, you'll be saved from the destination that the devil is leading you to. We know where he's going, and you don't want to follow him. So maybe it's your grandmother has been praying for you. Maybe it's your mama. Maybe your dad. Maybe I know there were so many people in my life telling me, you need Jesus. And it was like I, I just wasn't hearing it. And like, like you said, I, I'm just not, I don't want any of that. I don't know about that. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I'm calling on you, Holy Spirit, to touch their hearts right now. Like you did me 20-something years ago. That you make it real to them that Jesus, God himself, in the flesh, in Jesus Christ, came and he paid the penalty for my sin. He loved me so much. The Father loved me so much that he gave his only begotten son. He gave him so that I wouldn't continue to walk this path of destruction. So that I could have this peace that passes all human understanding. So that I could begin to see the purpose for my life. Why I was created. And it wasn't for this. It wasn't for what I, the direction I was headed. There's more. And I call on the Holy Spirit to rise up in your heart today and receive the free gift that Jesus Christ offers through his death and resurrection. It's salvation. It's to be saved from your sins. To be brought into the family of God. It's for the Holy Spirit to to fill you with love and a different outlook on life and a different reason to get up in the morning and to begin to say, I was created for more and that my life can count. My life does make a difference. God does care about me when I don't even really care about myself. Maybe you've lost sight of so many things, but God wants to bring you back to the original design. And he created you with purpose. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. He loves you. He does. It's not just a, something we say at church. God loves you. You are important to God. And no matter where you've been and what you've been through, He's here to wrap you in His arms and say, let's do this together, my child. Let me show you a new way. Come with me. Come follow me, and I will show you eternal life. If you've never made that decision, you've never turned from just what you thought was best, you need to come down off of that throne and give it over to the one who rightly deserves to sit there. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. Let him sit on the throne. Let him begin to guide you. You follow him. And you do that by saying, Jesus, wherever you are right now, just close your eyes and repeat after me. The Bible says if you'll say it out loud and you'll mean it with your heart, he'll hear you and he'll save you. Say, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Take the throne. I want to follow you. Show me why I'm here. Show me who I am. Let me feel your love. I need you. I turn from my past, from my wicked ways, from my low thoughts, 
the way I was, and I give all of myself to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.